0: Okay, so today's Duff is Duff your tet and we continue learning, we started yesterday learning about the Karachata Kerem. We talked about that's a clearing in the middle of a field, for example, the trees died or they were dried out and they were removed, not the trees, the vines. Um, and the we said, according to Beit Hillel, he needs a space of 16 by 16 in the middle or a space of 16, why? Because you need Avodata Kerem, that's a place, a space you need to leave next to the Kerem, that's for Amot, and then um, in order that the middle is significant, that it's not batel to the kerem, that's an important point, then it has to be that you have to have a, a, a significant shear. Now, what that means is, is because you have on either side of this karachat, a kerem on either side, you need to be able to split that space in two, the space in the middle, and still have it significant. So according to Beit Shammai, a significant space is daled amot, for amot. So therefore you double it to eight, and you, have a, and you have the Avot on either side, that's how we got to 16. That's just a, as a recap, and, and Beit Shammai says it's actually 24. So now the, the Gemara starts as follows. Um, we got up to here, Vatanina. Okay. Eizu bo that you, what you have in the middle of it, you have um, a kerem that the inside has been somewhat destroyed as we've said, um, and you and what's mid, what's left in the middle is kede ker. We're going to have to explain what that is. Bain ma'arba whether you have on four sides, bain shoshha, whether on three sides, bein mishdayim, whether it's two sides, um, zil keneged zil. Now, what does this mean? So, heicheavida, how do we understand this Gemara? Now we're going to first explain it, right, then I'll mention my uh, difficulties with that, and then we'll see what the Mara Fulda says. Okay, let's have a look. Heicha So the simple explanation is. You have shurin min shova shova. So the way Reb Chaim explains it, simply you've got five rows of seven in each. Okay, still there, good. Nasev chad keramim. Now a kerem here. Now normally a kerem we say is two by two and one on the side, right? As in like a says enough here. For whatever reason, Rabbi Chaim says a kerem is three. Actually, most people will, will, will say another. He says that you take out three. So we've taken out three from the middle over here. Okay. Kiidli arba kramim, you have three, four kramim. So one, two, one, two, three, four. So two above that space and two below it. Now we're saying a kerem is, is three in a row. Okay. Even though that's not the halachic definition, that's what we're saying in this context hun, and you've got three little spaces in between because you've taken out a row of three. Okay. Nasev chad choran. So therefore, you if you take out another one over here, then you have it, it You have one, two, three remaining, one above it and two below. Again, rows of three. And two spaces, two karamim spaces in between. Nasev chad choran. If you take one more, then what do you have? and Taman you've got kramim, the tree benehem okay two here and it wouldn't be train it would be one two three four. What are we doing with this? We've, I've just explained the words how do we understand what's going on? now what if, the difficulty with the Raheimim's explanation here that I don't really understand with it is if you only take out one row here that's not big enough that's not going to be big enough for karachata carrot. Okay, why is it not big enough for Karachat HaKerem? Because Karachat HaKerem, this is what, th- th- this is where the Mafulda changes it, you'll see in a moment. You have to have a space 16 by 16. And what we've seen here is if a standard Kerem, they're spaced four apart, all you have is well, 16 by eight. So you can't plant anything there. So it's very difficult to understand what Reb Chaim is like explaining. So you take another row, you've got this, take another row, and finally, when you get to the end, ah, oh, now I've got a Karachat HaKerem with it. With to halachik karamim on either side. See the picture over there? That's what you end up with. But the journey to get there, what's the point of it? I don't really understand the, the parish of Rukhaib. What's interesting here is Pane Moshe also explains it like this in a very similar manner. However, he says they were spaced apart by seven. So when it says, um, shuva al shuva, sorry, cham shim min shuva shuva, mean it's seven across and seven apart. That's why in the beginning, he says, well, if there's seven apart now, you only have between here and here 14. So it's not 16 by 16. So in the first one, you have a karachat that's too small for both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. The second stage, you have a karachat that's big enough for Beit Hillel. And the final one, you have a karachat that's big enough for Beit Shammai. OK, so that's maybe how you understand. In other words, the three different things when it says, like when it says, what was it? You've got you say um the, the last one of the Gemara was uh, well, that just can mean that there are three different types of Karachats you could possibly have. One that works for nobody, one that works for Beit Hilal, and one that works for Beit Shammai. However, I, uh, a somewhat easier understanding of this sugya is a bit like the Mara Fulda. And then I'll explain why I think Reb Chaim didn't explain it like this. Um, but again, if someone goes, goes and visits him, maybe they can ask the question for me. Okay, let's continue. When it says, he understands it. You have to change one word here to make it critical, to make it understand what's happening. It has to be, then it's not it's five by seven. It has to be seven by seven, he says. Because then if you take out the three, when it says you take out three rows in the middle, um, it's a vena of chad karmun, You take out a full karam. A shir or karam is like this. It's two by two, right? It's it's right. It's it's as you can see, it's two two by two and one says enough. So if you take out a full karam, what it means is, if I take a karam and I spin it in all directions, that's what it means. Takes out a karam. So therefore, in the middle, that you have a full karachat karam. So your starting point is what? Your starting point is I have a seven by seven with a karachat karam in the middle. And that makes a bit more sense because that means I have a kerem on all four sides. So that's case number one, that's bain me'ar baruchot. You've got a kerem on all four sides. And there, if you take a nasa of and you take another row from the middle, because initially you took three rows from the middle, right? If I take another row, I don't have a halachic kerem at the top anymore. So therefore I've got a kerem on one side, the, the, the bottom side and the, and, the, and the other side. So I've got three kerem. And if I take out one more of Nasab Chod Choran and take another row of three, say from below the second to the bottom, then I've only got two Kramim, one Halachik Kerem on the left and one Halachik Kerem on the right. And that makes a bit more sense. Now the Chidush of the, um, the, chidush of the way the Mara Fulda is saying, what's the whole point of the Gemara here then? The whole point of the Gemara is to tell us that what? That a karachata kerem applies whether or not you have a Halachik Kerem only on either side or even on all four sides. And you don't say it's what's called, you don't say it's more ham or if it's on all four sides, that it is like now mamash, what's it called? Like um, like squished in or something like that. That would be the way Marfulda explains it. Now, maybe the reason why Rebbe Khaym didn't explain it like that is because maybe the din would be different if you had care not just on the left and the right, but above and below as well. Because if you remember, we explained in yesterday's, well, in the correction in yesterday's shear is that, why does Beit Hillel require eight? Because since there's a karam on either side, a space of eight to plantable region, so sixteen altogether. It's because we said if you if you split, you need a a, makam, a makom chashu facing each karam on each side. So mashma, maybe it only means that you can only have a karam on the left and the right, but you can't have a halachic karam on the top and the bottom as well. But again, I don't know what I don't know. Um, but it's not, again, it's not clear why Reb Chaim um, explained it that way. But I've just presented you the flow according to Reb Chaim with maybe a, a tzad of a Pnei on top of it. And then I've also spelled to you the Sugya according to Marafulda. Um, fine. So again, Marafulda, the whole point is is whether that's a, a halachi caramon, two sides, three sides, or four sides. And that's, again, maybe that's a simple understanding of the Sugya. Okay, that's that Sugya. Um, what else did I want to say? I can't remember. Okay, let's continue. Uh, in other words, what we said here, Beit Shammai says, when it says you need this karachat and what was his side size? He says you need 24. You need 24 by 24. You can't or 24 space. Whereas Beit Shammai, in other words, the space in between here and the karachat, whereas um, whereas Beit Hillel said 16. So according to Kana. In other words, he says that according to Kana, he says that Bechama holds that's whether there was a karachat, the middle of existing karen was destroyed, or the or from the outset lechachila. You planted the carom like this. You planted a kerim on one side, another side, and you left a space in between. It makes no difference. Beit Shemay says you always, always need 24. However, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Beit Shemay machmirin bechurban, or yoter matato, um mimatato In other words, he's more machmir in a churva where it's the middle of a caram is destroyed than if it was engineered that way from the outset. Why? Because he says When you in the beginning of planting, you only need sixteen, 16 space like Beit Hillel. However, when if it's a churva, if you've got an existing vineyard and you destroy it in the middle, then you need twenty-four. Now, why do you want machmir? Because I'll explain. I'll, I'll read Reb Chaim. He says hadet namba minitim chafdalan ama lekarachat haynu dafke lekerem shacharav. That shear of a twenty-four is only for a kerem that's been destroyed. Why the kerem mishtay Ruchot kerem Since from the outside that was one kerem, the kerem that's now the karachan in between that initially was planted as one kerem, ela But some air is being cleaned out and destroyed in the middle. Therefore, we say it sort of surrounds and encompasses that even more, and therefore it's more likely then to make a Batel to the Karen because that ground in the beginning was part of the Karachat. So that's why if we're destroying part of the Karen, then it needs a bigger space of 24, verse, according to versus uh, Rabbi Yochanan, versus, uh, um, versus if it was designed engineered from the as two separate Kramim with a space in between. Okay. Now, the Gemara asks us as follows. The beit beit Now, I read that as a question. It's metama, according to Rechaim, uh, but according to other, I think, other uh, they say that it seems to be a statement. It seems to be that Beit Shama is much more than a shlish. So let's have a look at the table here rather than a picture. Uh, a We said, what's the space in between? Beit Shama says 24. Beit Hill says 16. Okay? So Beit Shama is a shlish, a third more. Importantly, that means milavar. A lot of the calculations, you always say Mishnah is in Gemara, is milavar, meaning after it's added, how much is that addition as part of the total? So that's a third. Really, in the way we speak, we would say it's 50% more. So the assumption is then for Karach, with Beit Shammai, seems to when it comes to Shirim, be, um, I'm going to keep on using the Lashon the Gemara, Mach byashlish. Okay? So then we ask the question, what about this Mechola Kerem? Now, Mechola Kerem, we said, is that space between the Kerem and the fence according to the first reading of the Gemara, the Mishnah, sorry. And we said, what space do you need there? Beit Shammai says you need to leave 16. And we explained that is because you need four space, abodata HaKeren. You need four next to the fence. That's the area where people wouldn't plant because that's because they didn't want to damage the fence. That was one part of your question yesterday, Israel. Um, and then according to Beit Shammai, you need that Makom Chashuv of Shmona in the middle. That's what is Makom Chashuv is. Beit Hillel says, no, I need only four. Again, we need four next to the kerem, for avodata kerem, space. We need four next to the fence, which wasn't planted. And, yun, and the makom chashuv is four. So here, we don't see Beit is more machmir by a shlish. He's more machmir only by a because 16 to 12, as he says, is, is, that, is that if you look in that shir milavar, it's only a revia So then the Gemara says as follows. Um... Is, um, is, is uh, but anyway, let's continue. Ah, uh, oh, that's part of the question. Sorry, my mistake. The Gemara says, but one second, if it's always more Machmir than a third, when Bed Hillel says 12, Beit Shammai shouldn't say 16. He should say 18 if you want to make it more shlish. Okay, that's what the Gemara says. Which is why I've just explained it to you, showing that on the chart. So, now don't take away avoda, but put in, read the word in here, la geder, meaning the. So, the section next to the fence that, as we said, is an area that's not planted. So, therefore, we discount that from our calculation of what's called the called the space. Because since it's not planted anyway, we can just sort of disregard that from our calculations. So Nimzu, if you take away four from each of the shiurim, then Beit Shammai, when it was 16, then becomes 12. Beit Hillel, which said the space has to be 12, becomes eight. And you're back to the shlish. So really Beit Shammai is more machmer than Beit Hillel, by a shlish. Nimzu al Data de Beit Shammai, and al d al Beit Hillel, and is more from the shlish. Now we ask some questions. What about avodat ha-gefen? Ha- now, avodat ha-gefen is a single um, a, uh, a single, uh, single vine. Now it says you have to change some of the words here because aldat dat should be maybe six tfachim. Isn't it? it should be six tfachim. Uh, let me just have a check. Uh, here, let me look at, let me look at Reb Chaim. Oh, sorry. Let's have a look. Avodat Hagefen, Adat Tebechamai, Shesh Amot. Sorry, Mame. It's Shesh Amot. Perush. I'll read it, Reb Chaim. Mechar deBeitz, Beit Hilal, Sabri deTzurich Lachit min HaKerem Dale Damot. Nimtz deBechamai deMosifim Shlish Sverlei Vav Amot. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. In other words, Avodat Hagefen is not about an individual gefen. Sorry, I'll correct that. It's talking about a Kerem. So Avodat Kerem, according to Beit Shammai, then you should say he requires six amot because Beit Hilal, Adat Beit Hilal, says it's Shesh. Uh, he says not Shesh, it's Arba Amot. Okay, so if we look at the chart here, Avodat HaGepen, which we said is really Avodat HaKerem. If Beit Hillel says it's four, then Beit Shammai, if you're saying is Mach ba HaShlish, should be saying six, no? So vatanina. but we learned on the Mishnah, it says as follows. Has, it says, HaTanina, LeFichach Zorey arba Amot SheBeKerem. Beit Hillel, Beit Shammai says, Kidesh Shuraichat, or Beit Hillel Omer Kidesh Tei Now to explain this, um, I have to give you a little bit more background. We've said that avodata kerem is an area that's next to a vineyard. Um, now, if you plant in that avodata kerem, how much of the kerem does it make us Okay, so according, here's one of the situations where Shamai is actually more mekil than Beit Hillel. Beit Shamai says it's only one row, whereas Beit says it's two rows. And we'll see this machloka later on. Now, the reason for that is, is we've said according, we, till now we've been saying a minimum uh, vineyard is, like two rows, two by two, however, Beit Shammai says even a single row has a definition of a kerem, okay? Important to, to understand that. So therefore, if you plant within Avadata kerem, in that space next to the kerem, it's going to make asur a kerem. So therefore, according to Beit Shammai, Beit Shammai, a kerem's worth is one row, so one row is asur, and according to Beit Hillel, a kerem is two rows worth, so make two rows in that kerem asur. But importantly, what are we pulling out from this Mishnah? We're pulling out that, that if you, it's, it says if you plant within Daledamot. Amot. And we just tried to say that if Beit Hillel says Avodata Kerem is four Amot, Beit Shammai should be six Amot. But it says here that it's talking about four Amot. So we say, no, Neymar begin Beit Hillel Tanite. So in other words, we can answer as follows. Really, Beit Shammai says that six Amot is Avodata Kerem. However, because we're trying to bring out the different other side of the Machloket, whether it's one or two rows that become Kadosh, that's why it used uh, it went to the common denominator of Be'et ha- Be'et Shammah, Hilo, of planting within four Amod of the Karim. But really, Beit Shammai says, if you plant within six Amod of the Karim, it would also make it us. Okay, next case. What is an Aris? Now, here we've we I mentioned this a few days ago. An aris, not this picture on the left just yet, we'll get to that in a moment. But an aris we said is normally again according to Beit Hillel, you need two rows to be considered a vineyard, if you like. And that, that would require you to leave Avodata Kerem of four amot. If however it's planted along by against a wall, uh a trellis along a wall, we said then and now it gives it a status of a vineyard. That's a like chumra of we said aris. Okay. But it says there at the end of it, it says. There's a machloket where you measure the four amot from in that Mishnah. We'll get that Mishnah to, to um, we'll get to the Mishnah eventually. But importantly, in that Mishnah, it says, Beit Shammah says, you measure the four amot from the gufanim. But once again, if Avodata Kerem, according to Beit Shammai, he's more, more machmir b'ashlish, he shouldn't have said four amot. He should have said six amot. So we say as follows, the Gemara says, no. So it explained as follows. Why does Rebbe Shimon says that we're talking about an Aris that looks a bit zigzaggy like this? That is because according to Beit Shama, you don't even need an Aris. According to Beit Shammai, you have a kerem, even if it's a row, a row of, say, five in a row, even without being trellised, even without a wall. So therefore, it must be talking about if we if we're saying that the, uh, that bechamay holds of this, this shit of an aris, making it more machmir. It must be that as you can see in this picture, in a zigzag like type of fashion, okay, where each of the say the spacing uh, uh, between them, like uh, like um, perpendicular spacing, so the vertical spacing between them is two amot. Ah, so if that's the case. Um, then what you have here, when he's saying it's four amot, he's saying it's four amot from the outer vines. But the measurement really should be going from the inner vine that's closer to the wall. And how much is that? Surprise, surprise. It is six amot, which is shittat beit shamayim. So again, what we've tried to do, we trade either, either as a question betmia or a um or a statement, however you want to take it, but we've been able to go through all the sugars and see how Beit Shammai is more than be, more Machmai than Beit Hillel by a shlish consistently. Okay, that's the gist of that sugars. Now, let's continue. Um, not there yet. So, Loss of Tavar. So, Ezra Lots of Tavar geder. Uh, so, now, we explained that if you have a, according to Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, if you have a vineyard and there's a space between that and a fence, you have to have a significant space because even that space between the vineyard and the fence can become battle to the kerem. Okay? And it can be considered to have the din of the kerem as well. Okay? So what was the shittot? Beit Shammai says so 16, and Beit Hillel says have to be 12. So to remember, let's just work with Beit Hillel again, Hazara. Beit Hill says four for Abba karem, four for Makom HaShuv, and four next to the fence is not planted. Okay? Now the question, but, the thing is, it's the fence that creates the problem. If there wasn't a fence there, then it wouldn't be a boxed in area that could be battled to the Kerem. So the, mission, the Gemara now says, not just a fence, even simple boards, if you like, even if they have spaces between them, these like simple boards, but the space between them is less than three Tfachim, so we can, we can rely on the Din of Lavod. Nidodim kegeder, we treat it like a geder. And it says, afilu a afilu kashim, even if there's straw growing or other plants growing, uh, say other wheat growing, then that would also box in the area and make a problem, which is interesting. It doesn't even have to be a fence. Even another product growing there can make that area between that product and the vineyard is a box the battle to the carriage if we don't live the space significantly. So then uh, so <coughs> Sorry, what, what is the kama in this in this in this text? What is a kama? I think it's like wait. A, st- a stalk, a stalk of what? I think wait, standing weight. That's what yeah, I understand. and there's there's no kila. No, I thought if it was something uh, zera, then it would be kila. That that in itself might have yeah. been kila. Yeah I understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, correct. Uh, yes. So let's have, says, what's this talking about? This is saying, let's say you have a Kerem and you have Kashim right next to the Kerem, which would be Asur. Can those Kashim act to save, say the Chitim on the other side of it? Can it act as a fence? And it says, absolutely not. It cannot do that. It cannot act as a fence. Something that's asur in the karam bichlal cannot act to, to, to not act to do that. So then we say, it says, so, so we find that that which is asur cannot act to save, mashma what? Then it can act to make things asur, meaning what? That if it's, if it's there, um, um, say next to the karam, you have some other wheat there, it would have the same same status as a fence, if you like to box in anything between it and the kerem, then if you don't leave a significant space, it's has the din of the kerem itself. Okay, let's have a look now. So we said that according to Rebbe Yehuda, he says that the space between the fence, this is back on the Mishnah, with the space between the fence and the kerem, he says, that's not battles of the kerem. As long as you leave your about kerem, you can plant even a kosher, even a small amount, it's not a problem. It's not battle to the kare that region. He says that's called gedera Karim. He says, What's Mukhola Karim? Mukhola Kerim is a space between two vineyards. So the Gemara says, and that's how much you need to leave. You only need to leave 12. But the gamara says, But one second, Al dater kerem In other words, if we're saying Rebbe Huda says Machola kerem is the space between two kramim, that's basically a karachata kerem. So it shouldn't be sufficient with 12. You should need 16. Because why do you need 16 again? Let's go to the logic again. You need Keram on each side, correct? Spacing, that's four on each side. And according to Beit Hillel, what do you need? You need you need to be able to split it in two because each of those regions would be considered like if you're like facing or or considered with the uh, keram on either side, and you need to be able to split that plantable region so you have a makam chashuv for each keram on each side. So we said a makam chashuv is four, so therefore you need eight, nachon? So therefore you need four space, eight plantable region, and four. So therefore, you should need 16 in the middle. Why does Rabbi say that Mechol HaKarim is really the space between two Karamim? Why does he say that's, that only 12 is necessary? And here we got a really fascinating answer. I'm Rabbi Yonah. Ha-da-da-tei sheina karatim, um, or Karamim mechavnim. That the not mechuvanim. Aval imayu ha- It must be Karamim. Oh, a courtim, sorry, it's a courtim.. Um, now what's this mean? Have a look at the picture. What we're talking about here is is that according to Reb Yehuda, the Kramim, if you like, are planted in different directions. If you have a look in the picture, one karim is planted, say, north to south, the other one planted east to west. So therefore. If I'm planting, it's very interesting, by the way, because nowadays you don't see that at all, never, ever, anywhere. What do you because mean? Because a, a karem, it because it goes with the sun, it has to go where the sun is the most. Now, you have to figure it out. And they're all planted a caram, in its in the same place, is always planted the same area in the same direction, never one to the right, never one never horizontal, and never one that vertical next to it. That, uh, that's not okay. Okay, um, I thought I saw differently, but okay. Um, I, I trust you on that one, but any event, so what, which, what, what, what the mission, okay, I trust you. But in the, um, if you, uh, but back to the Gemara, if it's like this, then you need to leave Avodota Kerem on each side, which is for sure. Okay, so that's four, at least four. But then when we said that the space in between it could be battled to one of the Kramin, it's only the Kerem that it's gonna be aligned with. So if you're gonna plant in the re, in the middle, that, that four Amot space, say north and uh, up and down, so north and south, then we only have to be, have a four Amot space because it's gonna be battle to the one on the, because otherwise if it's less than four and less than four, only battle to the one on the right. But the one on the left, it's planted in a different direction, don't have to be concerned anymore. So that's why Rebbe Yehuda says, if it's between two Karamim that are planted in, uh, like they're perpendicular to one another, planted in different directions, that's when I only need 12. However, yes, you're right that if they were both planted in the same direction, but both north and south, then indeed it would be no different to Karachat HaKerem and you would need to have a 16 Amot space. Okay? That is a Shir. I um, hope you all have a good day. shame we will continue with uh, more Karachat HaKerem um, or Mochola KaRem tomorrow. Thank you very much.